welcome back to History Creeps, uh, listeners. I am one of your co-hosts, uh, Carter Johnson, and with me today are two gentlemen that they sort they sort of defy uh, uh, explanation uh, in their own ways. Um, Johnny Townsend and Chris Chavez, gentlemen. Well, hello. Chris, if you could describe me, what word would you use? <laughs> um, I do. I, do you want to? I gotta tell. I I'm gonna be 100 percent honest right now. Right when you said that, you know what the first word that jumped into my brain was, and I don't know why. There's no reason it would come into uh into my mind to describe you, but for some reason, the first word that came into my head was nachos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I couldn't even tell you why. The second you said that. Nachos, and then I thought to myself, okay, how am I going to just wait? What nachos? Wait, nachos <laughs> is my middle name Libre. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how you guys doing? Good, yeah, doing good. We're, yeah, doing good. If doing we good. finally have figured out how to beat the curse, we think it, we're this it, is early. <laughs> yeah, it, it appears so, though. It appears so far, it's been a smooth ride. No, uh, nobody getting kicked off before we even start recording. So yeah, this is the farthest we've made it in two weeks. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> yeah, that's great. But we're here, we're back, and uh, we're raring to go. Carter's got a good story for us today. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Looking uh, forward to it. But now the real question, though, is yeah, the current creeps, guys. Current creeps. Current we've creeps. had. We've had like three to four weeks to come up with one. <laughs> We've had with some all time. our technical difficulties. <laughs> and I guess I can go first. Is that cool with y'all? Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear this one. It was uh, it's, the way you explained it before the recording was quite interesting. So uh, yeah, I'll use I'll use better language this time <laughs> uh, <laughs> instead of going for the joke. Apparently, there's an island in Japan, and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right. It's Aoshima, it's A-O-S-H-I-M-A, island, and it's called, more commonly known as, the Cat Island. The reason it's called the Cat Island is apparently an army of, and I'm quoting an article here, an army of feral cats rules a remote island in southern Japan. They outnumber humans on that island six to one. Whoa. The, apparently, they originally brought, you know, this happens a lot. You'll bring an animal in because you're getting infested with another animal. Yeah. They were getting infested with mice, and they thought, well, let's bring cats in. And then cats have taken over <laughs> and multiplied. It's funny because when you say feral, like, my the instinct right away is that there's these, like, evil cats, you know, just stalking the streets <laughs> and staring you down <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah. Apparently, it's not like that. Uh, it's a really small island, too. It's like it doesn't even have any restaurants. There's no cars or anything like that on it. <laughs> it's pretty much now it's just a tourist uh, haven purely because it has a lot of cats on it. Really? Which is also yeah. interesting. That's yeah. The, that's so people the draw. go there now just to see all the cats. <laughs> that's amazing. That's, yeah. that's the draw to bring it. It's on the, uh, the brochures. Come see our cats. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, but think, of what it, think of what it could do for uh you know depression therapy right you feel you feel like crap you don't feel good about yourself go to the island of cats man you're right that's... i don't know spend, spend a day petting cats and i would say you know, yeah but i mean i love cats myself you know but the big the big cliche is somebody who gets old and, and is lonely and all they have is like 20 cats in their house 
Yeah, but you, was, have you ever heard the saying "a cliche is a cliche" because they're true? I was gonna say, is, does that does the uh, <laughs> does the old cat lady is that her perfect vacation destination? I think you probably mean, is. Yeah. <laughs> so, where you said this island is off the coast of Japan, it's part of Japan. It's an, it's a small island. It's called Japan. It's Oshima, Japan. It's technically Japan, but it's like a smaller uh, one of the smaller islands there. So. There, you can't stay there, though, right? I mean, it's it's not like they've got hotels. What what aside from the cats, without restaurants or anything else? I mean, yeah. What do you what do you do? There's like nothing to do, well, huh? Apparently, like in the forties, there were there were like nine hundred people that lived there, but I don't know about now. Hmm. I don't see anywhere in this article where it says. I mean, this is off was of it NBC. like a mining colony or something? Like what? Like what? Like why were people on the island in the first? It was place? a fishing village. Okay. And then it got over. There was a mice problem. Yep. And then it was a kitty village after that. <laughs> now, how it do you still is to this day? How do you take yep. care of that? Like, if if you were to bring in another animal to get rid of the cats, now is it dogs? Is it the dogs <laughs> that chase the cats away? You just bring in, you just bring in a couple elves. It's <laughs> 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 a great joke if you're our age. <laughs> Here, kitty, 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 kitty. I really did love Got that. Got a show. recipe for you. Oh, that is that great. Was growing up that is yep, great same here <laughs> i think i'll i think i'll jump next in line guys and uh go with the story i was going to bring this story up a couple weeks ago uh so because it's a couple weeks old now um but it was super strange when i saw the headline i uh, the headline just didn't make any sense um it says crews find void and void is in quotes so crews find void where san francisco street caved Crews found a three-foot-deep void where a San Francisco street caved under a, big, a heavy big rig truck on Friday, but they are stumped as to what caused the hole. Water is usually to blame, but crews could not find any water leaks, San Francisco Public Utilities Commission spokeswoman Betsy Rhodes said. The culprit to create a void like that is water, but the trench is dry. The massive sinkhole in the city's South Market neighborhood developed early Friday after the heavy big rig parked on what Rhodes said was essentially asphalt over air. The driver escaped unharmed through the driver's side when his big rig started sinking on the passenger side. Couldn't, he couldn't believe what happened. Rhodes said the sinkhole measured three feet deep and ten feet across by twenty feet wide. So, what the hell? <laughs> Like there's so Sounds you have like a graboid situation. You have asphalt, right? When you're laying asphalt, you're obviously not laying it over air. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there was there had to be something there at some point. How did three feet by ten feet by twenty feet of earth completely just disappear out from underneath the asphalt? Without running water. Yeah, no water at all. It's completely dry. Does that make any that sense? That is very odd. Yeah. I saw that and I was just like, wait. And my first my first thought, obviously, I mean, being into comic books and sci-fi and all that kind of stuff is like you see all those um, <clears throat> those little ray gun things where you shoot them and it, and it take it makes this, you know, it dis- whatever's there disappears. So there's a boulder. Now it's gone. It's, wonder if uh, some weird stuff's going on under the earth. We're doing some sort of experimentations. You know, what it made me think of the uh, War of the Worlds oh. where they come up from under the ground. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> There we go. There's what it is. What if it's like mole men? <laughs> oh, there we Graboids. Go. Graboids. <laughs> we got many theories. Or uh, Graboids. Tremors. Remember that movie Tremors? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Is that what that is? That's what those are called? Oh, I didn't know that's what they were called. Those were called. Tremors had Graboids and Reba McIntyre. Well, the first one does. The second one has other monsters, too. 
Nice. And then you get more monsters as it goes. Anyway. So yeah, San Francisco, where the uh, the streets are literally disappearing from underneath your feet. Think about that. Three feet deep, ten feet wide or long, twenty feet wide. Well, so I had a I had some uh, streets filled with cats, and you had streets that were just going away. Carter, what about your streets? <laughs> my streets. I think my streets are filled with something you don't really want to meet. <laughs> um, but that's just me, because I, you know, I'm looking at the picture here, and um. A lot of our listeners may have actually seen this because, you know, a lot of our listeners are on Facebook. This was a big story going around Facebook. Johnny, you mentioned it, too. Um, I'm going to read directly from the article. Yeah. Uh, Remains of 40 foot, 49 foot giant sea creature wash ashore in Indonesia. Uh, No one is really quite sure what it is and how it got there, but everyone can agree that whatever it is, it's humongous. The remains of a sea creature washed ashore in Indonesia this week, measuring in at a reported 49 feet long and weighing more than 35 tons. Because the remains are heavily decomposed, there has been some debate over what exactly it is. Some reports in Indonesia claim it is a giant squid, while others believe it to be a whale of some sorts. Residents are asking local authorities for help removing the creature and to investigate what it is and how it died. Um, judging by the pictures, and I'm sure you guys have probably seen these pictures by now. No, oh, yeah, I'm looking at it, it almost, right now. It almost looks like what they call a globster, uh, it's, which uh, is which is it's the fat from a whale that's kind of detached from the carcass after the animal has died or been killed. Yeah, that happens a lot, and especially in the early ages, that would get mistaken for sea creatures. Yep. That's just it's disgusting looking if that thing washed up ashore i'd be not holding down my breakfast anymore um, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna disagree with you because i'd oh, be there God. too can you imagine the smell and and apparently it's still there too and people are just like going up and taking selfies with it and stuff i don't know if i'd want to take a selfie with it but if i walked out onto a beach and saw that i would definitely snap a couple of pictures of it there's a picture of a dude standing on it. He's literally standing on it. His feet are sinking in. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, it is disgusting. What the f? Yeah, um I don't know, man. It looks like it could be a whale. Maybe? I don't know. Or like a decomposed, yeah. Like yeah, a decomposed yeah. whale. Oh, that's that's disgusting. And it was in Indonesia? But, yeah. I, I kind of hope it's a, a huge squid. I don't know why, but always have, always love those things. Those monster squids. Well, and it, they've they've only had a couple of those carcasses wash up anyway, right? So this would be, yeah. if it was a squid, it would be a great opportunity for science. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for science. Science. But if it's not a squid, <laughs> and it is in fact some kind of cloverfield monster, then we're all screwed. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> And it's out it's there Cthulhu. too. It's a. Uh, it's a. Yeah, no. What do they call them? Kai, kaiju? A kai, kaiju? What do they call them? Kaiju. Yep. Yeah. Kaiju. The big monsters. Yep. We need some Jaegers, man. Amazing, dude. That's a cool one. That's that's disgusting. <laughs> well, it's definitely better than the other one I was gonna do. I didn't mean for it to be so disgusting. Guys. <laughs> no, it's cool. I always pick the gross ones, man. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's this one was good. awesome, though. I love, I love uh, giant sea creatures. I always have. Yeah, especially things. Yeah, these mysterious ones. Uh, all right, man, let's get into your your mysterious story now because yeah, I, 
this thing i remember i had heard about it somewhere before uh but i wasn't too familiar um so why don't you tell I, the you good people of these I, creatures I, i've actually been waiting to tell you guys this um the first time i heard about it i was about eight years old and my father had ordered those time life mysteries of the unknown oh, books yeah, yeah. you know and, and this was this was one of the stories in that ufo book that was part of the series nice and that was the first time i heard about it and it was like wow this is really interesting so uh all right let's dive right in fellas dive right in um our story this episode um is actually about 60 years old um it happened in august of 1955 um in christian county kentucky and at the time uh 12 people a, a family well two families uh including seven children showed up at the hopkinsville police station in kentucky and told the sheriff that these alien creatures from a saucer had been attacking their farmhouse pretty much all night. Huh. And the sheriff, you know, the sheriff is, is obviously a little, he's, he's, you know, he's not sure if this is for real. So he goes out there uh, with the family to check the, to check the farmhouse out. And uh, I can't, I can't tell you one way or the other, if they were, if they went with air force investigators or army investigators, there's conflicting reports as to whether it was one or the other uh some military guys went out there with them and uh they did find um lots of evidence that the family had shot at these creatures and the the gunshots were able to be corroborated by neighbors in the area at the around the same time that the family said this was happening um they reported that the creatures who don't didn't look like like typical gray aliens they're they're really short they're about three feet tall and they have really long arms that kind of drag on the ground and they have these almost bat-like uh ears and uh so the the sheriff was able to see certain places in the house where these creatures had popped up and the family had shot at them uh they found a depression uh in the in the ground where the family said we shot one, it fell down, it laid here for a little bit, and then it got back up and walked away, as seemingly as if it had not been hurt at all. Uh, the family reported that when they would shoot the creatures, the 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 rounds would ricochet off and make a sound like they were shooting a trash can or some other piece of metal, and. Uh, so the sheriff and his guys and these military investigators gathered uh, their evidence and left, and the aliens returned. <laughs> and the family went through this one more time until they literally fled the farm in the middle of the night and didn't go back for days. Every, every movie needs a good sequel. Right. <laughs> All right, rewind right? real quick, because um, I don't know if, if I just missed it. Who's the family? Who are, who are these people? Uh, the family is the Langford and Sutton families who only only uh, only the Sutton family lived in the farmhouse. And when and was the this? Langford, the Langford family. When was it? Yeah. When did this take place? 1955. 50s. <laughs> 50s. OK. So it's a little hard now to get, you know, to find good 
corroborating statements on this or any kind of, you know, because like I said, the sheriff didn't really believe them at the time. Um, and I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of skepticism about this. Most of the skeptics involved uh, claim that the family was mostly drunk that night and what they were seeing was great horned owls. No. Uh, <laughs> that were, well, here's the thing. If you look at a great horned owl and then look at a picture of this this alien, right? They do look similar. But you know, a lot of uh, creatures, a lot of people say are great horned owls. I mean, that's what they thought, or some yeah. sort of owl. That's what they thought, like the Mothman was, and all that kind of thing. So, did well, the, was there any count of what happened though? Like what happened during the night, or did they just came in and said they saw stuff? Did they say like what they saw, what went down, or yeah? Basically, what they said happened is that uh, the children started noticing these things peeking in the windows. This is the after dark, after the sun went down. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, there was a there was a meteor shower that night, and so it could have been uh, a meteor that this one particular family member saw. He said he saw it, and it went into the woods. He came back to the house. He told everybody what happened. They didn't really, you know, believe him. And then a few hours later, they started seeing these things appearing at the doorways and the windows around the house. And it scared the children so bad that that two of the men in the family, one of them picked up a 20 gauge shotgun and the other one picked up a uh, uh, I believe it was a 30 six rifle and started and started shooting at these things, you know, through the windows, through the doors. Um, I, I mean, if it's if it's real, I'm not going to say I wouldn't do the same thing because I'd be scared out of my mind. But. Apparently, the. The claim is from skeptics is that these things were probably great horned owls um, defending their nests. But I got to ask, how do you live on a farm and not know there are great horned owls nesting in like in and around your property where the house is? Or, okay, or if there are if there are great horned owls there, they would have definitely known them and know what they look like at night. And if yeah. they were great horned owls, why didn't they die when they shot them? Well, Why wasn't did, there a dead they owl did, outside then, the house somewhere? They did, but then they got back up and walked off. Yeah, they just brushed his bullets off. <laughs> like that's Superman before mean, them. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, right? Why isn't there was wasn't there any blood? Why wasn't there feathers even? Yeah, you know, what was strange to me about this story is from all accounts, they definitely shot their guns. Yeah, the, mean, the sheriff interviewed the neighbors and was like, then the neighbors said, yeah, we heard we heard gunshots last night from from the direction of that farm. Had they been yeah. drinking? You said they'd been drinking, right? The family claims they had not been drinking. Oh, OK. That night, the the skeptics uh, like to say, oh, the family was that, you know, the adults were probably drinking and the, the, the children probably did see a great horned owl and it scared them. And the adults overreacted to that. But again, I don't I'm not so sure I believe that. I mean, you would think that a family on a farmhouse would know what a great horned owl looks like. They would know if there was a family of great horned owls nesting on their property. And again, if you shoot one, it's going to die. So why wasn't there? Unless they were, you know, literally hallucinating something. And that's one heck of a hallucination for, you know, 12 people to all have the same hallucination. 
So I'm not 100% sure if I believe that part of it. You know what I mean? The skeptic, uh, the skeptic end of it, because they interviewed the sheriff later and he said, yeah, when this family came in, they were and told me about this the first time they were really shook up. Like, like he could look at him and tell something had happened that, you know, had scared these people to the point that they ran, you know, to his police station, basically. Do they have so any, could, do they have any record of ahead. what, if the family had any issues before, you know what I mean? Like was maybe they were, they were just fighting and arguing guns came out and this was their way of, of explaining it off without having to get the police involved. <laughs> you know what I mean? I couldn't, I couldn't find anything about that. Um, but that's another claim that, you know, that several skeptics have made is that maybe it, it was an argument that escalated and they didn't want to, you, you know, once once shots had been fired and they realized that, oh, the neighbors probably heard that and you know, somebody might <laughs> yeah. call the cops or whatever, you know, that'd be way too embarrassing. So let's just make up a story about little <laughs> green men coming after us. But here's the other thing. The family sold the house and left. They never sought out any kind of any kind of publicity or anything for this, like people would show up to the house, you know, to, because they had heard this story and the family would, would, would kind of chase them off. So I, I think if it, if it probably, if it was made up, Johnny, I, I think your I think your story is probably the closest one to it. Right, they got me... into a fight and they didn't want to admit it. <laughs> I'll look this up real quick. What was it called? The, the name of the, the family. How does it, what do you, how do you look this up? Hopkinsville Goblin. Hopkinsville Goblin. Hopkinsville. Kelly Hopkinsville Encounter. That's that it. That too. Yep. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, these I'm looking at little pictures of, of an artist's rendering of what they said these things look like. Now I can yeah. see by the head why you would think it might have been an owl, but the body uh, is definitely not an owl. They would know being far you know, out there on a farmer in the country, they would know. Uh, what they look like, right? It, I, it's funny. I'm looking at a, a thing here that says um, that the Kelly community celebrates the anniversary of the event on the third weekend of every August with an event called the, the Kelly Little Green Men Days. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do on those days? Does it say? I'm gonna have to look that up. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hey, every town's got to have a claim to fame, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to know what they do. <laughs> so the, what ended up happening? The people just took off and that was it? Yeah. They uh, they they sold the farmhouse eventually and that was it. Were there were there any more sightings of these men by any other people outside of that family? I was going to save that for my current <clears throat> creeps next week. Or Ooh. next episode. <laughs> <Ooh>. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I know it came up when I was searching for it, and I was like, "I want to do this for my current creeps, but I can't before I get into the story." <laughs> All right, you guys oh, want to hear? It's a good tease. You want to check this out? 2017, this year's seventh annual uh, Little Green Men Days Festival uh, is August 18th through August 21st. You can come and see a 38-foot flying saucer. Uh, it's free, free admission. No alcoholic beverages allowed anywhere on the event's grounds. Um, let's see. You can the official opening of the Little Green Men opening ceremonies, vendor booth, history of the Little Green Men, Lions Club introduction, a concert by Eric Huddleston. Then at 8 p.m., they're showing the movie E.T. 
Saturday is uh, arts and crafts, exhibits, displays, vendors, children's costume contest, concerts, uh, another presentation of the history of the Little Green Men, adult costume contest, a raffle, and then a headline concert, the Tim Lynch Band. So uh, that That actually sounds like a lot of fun to me. (laughs) Well, and it sounds like it's been well organized too. Oh yeah, it sounds like town takes this seriously. It's a it's a festive. They go all out straight festival. Uh, Let's see. On Sunday they have they start at noon because they want to make sure church services are uh, are are taken care of. Um, Yeah, then it's it's mostly like Christian and 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 gospel stuff for the day of Sunday, except for the history of Little Green Men. They're throwing that in the middle of the day. But then it's like uh, a concert, Christian gospel, uh, and then Monday, a bunch of concerts, a guest speaker. Oh, a guest speaker that's going to be talking about eye safety and eclipse viewing. This is all going yeah. down because these people thought they saw little goblins outside their windows one night. Yep. <laughs> you, know what this, you know what this story reminds me of, though? I don't know if you guys remember this, but back in like the... It had to be when I was in high school, so I'd say the late '90s when X Files was huge, mm-hmm. yep. and and Independence Day was a big movie. Fox had, I think it was Fox, some TV, one of the main TV channels had some kind of special that was going to air, and it was an hour-long special of supposed found footage of his family being attacked by some kind of. I know exactly thing. what you're talking about. It was on UPN. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the family. Um, because you can go on YouTube uh, and find that video, and when they aired it, they claimed that it was true. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is called UPN's secret shame now. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember they that claimed, cause when I was, they claimed it was true. And I remember watching that because I was like, "I'm going to make sure I see this." That's what. That's what that. This is what that is based off of. And yeah. apparently, um, the guys that wrote Critters. Uh, the first Critters movie based it off of this account as well. Huh. Yeah. Well, when I was I was a, a young teenager, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> I, remember, I remember loving it and being kind of scared, but you know, I was young. Here's a little a little tidbit of pop culture knowledge: the Pokemon character Sableye is based on the goblins described in the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter. So much so that even the movement, the way it moves. Uh, is based on the r- creature's reported gait. Yeah, because didn't they say that the that the creatures kind of almost floated? Even I think that's what I read. Yep. yep. Dude, they had to be drunk, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a bunch of owls flying around, and they're shooting at owls, and they're completely missing because they think they're shooting at bodies, and it's it's air underneath. You know what I mean? The, uh, the, it's just flying around. It could see. Here's the thing: is that you can't again because if if you're shooting at an owl, even if you with a with a twenty eight a twenty gauge shotgun loaded with bird shot, more than likely, mm-hmm. you would hit it at least with one or two pellets. Here's the or, other. Here's the other or thing. Or why did you know? There's no feathers. There's no blood. There's. No, I mean, how many did you say they know. saw? How many people in the family? No, how many goblins or, or creatures did they see? Uh, Somewhere between 12 and 15 of them. There's a bunch. Oh, and if anybody wants to look at what I was talking about, it's called Tommy McPherson versus the Aliens on YouTube. 
That's it. The McPherson tape. Yeah. That's what it's called. Thank uh, you. Um, yeah. The whole thing's on there. You're welcome. Now, I'm not exactly. a... Uh, I'm not... I don't know that much about owls, but do they... do? Uh, uh, unless you're in Harry Potter, do, are there 12 to 15 owls that show up at one time? Like, in, do they flock? So. No, not usually. So if it was 12 to 15 and they were drunk, it might have just been the same three owls over and over and over again. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, be, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, you're right, though. And, they, and oh. they weren't hitting them, so they kept showing back up, you know. Huh. My three owls. <laughs> there you go. That should be the alternate title for this. <laughs> Chris, that would make a great episode name for this. My three owls. That's going to be the episode name for this. Um <laughs> Pull the curtain back. This is how we do it, people. So, okay. Well, what do you guys think? So, no matter. Think? So, I, mean, I just want to check real quick. So, they had the sheriff come out, and you said Air Force officers? There's. It was either Air Force officers or Army MPs. There's conflicting reports that it was one or the other. There's even people that say, oh, the military wasn't involved in this at all. And being that it was in 1955, it's really hard to find out, you know who's right or who's whose version of the truth is the right version i would say because it's 1955 you have to assume the army and the military were involved they seem to be involved in everything back then um yep. you know nothing to see here folks type of deal uh but my so, so probably my, the air force yeah unless they're really hiding something like it's one of those types of things like cover-up conspiracy theory type of things uh, I'm assuming they brought in some good investigators who investigated all kinds of things, like the grounds around the house. Like, were there footprints found around the house? Do you know what I mean? Um, they did find an impression of a body on the ground that that matched their description of the aliens. Really? Like, like he, like he had shot it and it had hit the ground in the grass, and then it got up and walked away. Hmm. And apparently, the impression that it left in the ground was uh, luminescent. For about three or four days. That's so, strange. and and the cops and the cops saw that, like they were able to see it and take photographs of it, and so uh, if 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 that's not real, then you're then you're drifting dangerously into hoax territory. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we're going from misidentification of owls to an actual hoax. Hmm. I have a I have a theory. Please and share I, with the class. Share with and the my class. theory is, and again, I want this to be real because this is such a <laughs> such a fantastic story. <laughs> but I got a feeling that they did the adults threw back some brewskis. Yeah, that's my. And they were and then they were talking and they were like, "Hey, you know what'll be fun? <laughs> Let's make up this story about seeing his little green man, and we'll go out and shoot guns even." Like they all set it all up as a hoax when they were drinking one night. That's what it feels like to me. Though well, yeah, I really want this to be real. But how do you convince the kids to go along with it? Five, there's five children in this farmhouse. Well, all you have to do is is make the kids think it's real. Do you know what I mean? You have you have uh, your friend Jim Bob and the the mayor <laughs> the mayor goat come over and dress up as goblins and just pop up and down and just freak the kids out. You know what I mean? Well, like, and you've and and it sort of it sort of shuts down Johnny's theory because you would have to plan it on the same night as this meteor shower happened, so that this guy comes running in and says, "Hey, I saw a UFO." Well, that's the, they the could have planned it ahead of time. They could have done that if they're looking for some sort of nor- notoriety of some sort. Um, 
sometimes and sometimes even though it's 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 not often you know coincidences do just happen yeah that's true did you guys you guys uh this isn't really off topic i'm getting to a point here you guys see the this <laughs> <laughs> this family this uh married couple on youtube that does videos where they they like basically terrorize their children and make them cry uh all those videos yeah, in trouble for that yeah, yeah all the videos got taken down and the kids are getting taken away and stuff but yeah. this uh, it happens. It happens where parents do things like they're kind of mean in how they mess with their kids. So, it, you know, maybe maybe it's like one of these things where the kids never go to bed at night when they're supposed to. And finally, the, you know, the family's fed up and they're like, listen, they enlisted the, the help of, you know, cousins and, and aunts and uncles. And, hey, let's do it on the night of the meteor shower, you know. So they're all out. There. Everyone's there drinking, having a good time watching the meteor shower. Now it's time for the kids to go to bed. And Dagnabbit, you know, they ain't going to bed yet. They're still up playing around. All right, bring out the goblins, you know, and then, and, you, then to make it seem would, even more real, pull out go, the guns. I would go with you, but the guy saw the UFO during the day, like three or four hours before this happened. Before Just the dark. one guy did? Yeah, he was going out to the well to fetch some water. That's what apparently. I'm saying. It, it, it will help his story when he's trying to get his kids to go to bed and there's goblins showing up and they have to pull the guns out. Well, and that's what I mean. Like, if you're if that's true, then you're you're straight into hoax territory. Yeah. But if that's the case, why do you then run to the cops and tell them? Because they went they went overboard. The guns were coming out. They're shooting guns to scare the kids and and the and the neighbor. They had to explain it, or else neighbors would have reported them. Cops be coming out. People getting arrested. Cops be coming out. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, the, the neighbors. The neighbors did call the police, and they never showed up. That's my oh. The cops didn't come out to the to the farmhouse until the family went to the police station. Good lord! Yeah, that makes me wonder. I wonder. Doesn't that make me? That makes me wonder too. If if maybe, you know, the the police were like, oh well, this crap happens out at, at their place all the time. Yeah, yeah that's know, or something say. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, man. I don't know the family's history. That's a that's a big and part. You can't, it's really hard to find any of that stuff now because most of those records, you know, are gone. <laughs> and nobody yeah. at the time really thought to look into that stuff because, really, you know, you're just taking somebody at their word. Maybe I don't know. I um, for for me, I'm I'm skeptical on this one. I really am. I don't know why. I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical too, but only up to a certain point because there's too much that doesn't make sense. Now I did read in one of these reports about this that not only did that one guy see something in the sky, but there's also some strange sounds in the area. Yeah, and the police apparently heard those strange sounds when they went to investigate when the yeah. family came to the police station. So that's got me kind of interested in what. I, yeah, I, I don't know. See, this is what I mean. There's a bunch of stuff that just doesn't make sense. You know, that doesn't add up. There's there's too many there's too many factors that don't. Too many puzzle pieces that don't fit together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't know what the answer is because I don't know if there, if there is an answer, you know? Okay, just go, go around and what, what do you think? Hoax, um, alien encounter, or drunken night and mistaken identity? I say hoax. Well, yeah, I, 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 I don't want to lean towards hoax. I, I feel like this would be more of mistaken identity because I don't, I don't know. I'm not the, 
I'm not the type of person to believe that people would hoax this and then involve the police. Because that's a great way to get your hoax found out. Or give your hoax more credibility. Mm. Or, yeah, unless you're arrogant and think you're smarter than the cops. There's a lot of things to it. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of torn on if it's a hoax or mistaken identity just because, it, like Carter, I, I want to believe the best in people. <laughs> and I want to believe this is true. <laughs> and I really want this to be true because this is just yeah. one heck of a story. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's just so tough because there have been so many times that, you know, people just do try to fool other people. And then what really kind of makes me question it, though, is the fact that they didn't really want any, uh, you know, popularity or fame from it until Agreed. their families after, until decades and generations later. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So that part is kind of strange. Because if you're going to go through all that, then wouldn't you want all the fame and, you know, in your 15 minutes to go along with it? You would think so, right? I mean, wouldn't that wouldn't that sort of be the if you were if you were hoaxing this not to scare your kids into going to bed like what Chris was saying, but to actually hoax it for attention? Then yeah, because this, this is a big hoax. This isn't just a, I saw a creature out in the woods and here's his footprint. This is they we shot at them and they attacked us and there was a bunch of them. It was like it's a humongous hoax. So if you if you are hoaxing it, and I'm kind of with Chris, I think it kind of is one. But if you're going to go that far with a hoax. Then wouldn't you want the you know the notar the notoriety for him and all the fame and fifty minutes that comes along with it? Well, yeah, and that's what that's the thing is what like if you Google this, I could barely even find any pictures of the family. Yeah, you know, you would think that if you if they were hoaxing this for for fame and fortune, that they would have done more interviews or more. Do you know what I mean? Or you know, there'd be a radio interview or something that we could that we could find on YouTube. But there, there isn't. So I, I kind of got to go. I, I, I feel like if it is a hoax, it certainly was not perpetrated in the proper manner. Well, no. <laughs> Obviously. It was done very poorly. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are crop circle hoaxes that are, if, the, if this was a hoax, there are crop circle hoaxes that are more believable than, than that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, nice. So I think that I think sadly we all agree that this whatever happened, it wasn't actual aliens running around. I'd like to know if we have any listeners that live out there uh, near that area. If anybody's ever been to any of these little green men days, or you know what, in that vein, maybe there's somebody that has heard a a, a hand me down story about this. You know, from from yeah. somebody that was the neighbor or something like that. Yeah, that would be cool. Hmm. Interesting. Because there's not a lot of detail to this story. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Goblins. Yeah. Right. Why do I have to be goblins? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> well we made it guys we made it through a whole episode we did without it cutting out can i go ahead and tease the next one yeah oh uh, sure go ahead give them a little teaser okay. you know we did goblins slash aliens today and i feel like we should keep that theme sort of going so the next one which is a johnny episode so either 
uh, set your alarms or make sure you miss it, depending on your feelings towards me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go along with another very famous UFO incident. Stay tuned for what it will be. Stay tuned. All right, guys, let's go around and tell the people, good listeners, where they can find our other endeavors and other things we're into. Uh, Carter, tell them about your books and whatnot. Uh, you can find my novels on Amazon, uh, House on Deadboy Lane, Meadowview Road, Spider's Web, and hopefully Nightfall. We'll be joining that very soon. Uh, Johnny. Uh, you can find my other podcast, Retro Bliss. It's about old school video games. Me and my buddy Trevor. Uh, we do that show, and it's <laughs> it's very popular amongst me and him. <laughs> and you can find it on iTunes and Stitcher, as, and as well as this very same network, and on Facebook. Uh, and Instagram, we have all those pages as well. And your art? Oh, yeah, and my art. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> the main thing that I do is my art. <laughs> and that is on Instagram, Johnnyism28. Amazing. Uh, yeah, as Johnny mentioned, we have a network, BICBP-radio.com. You'll find History Creeps there. You'll also find his other show, Retro Blist, and my other show, Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. There's a few other shows on there as well. Go ahead and check them out. See if you like anything. Go ahead and head over to iTunes and Stitcher. Subscribe, comment, and rate if you do. Um, History Creeps, we have a we have an Instagram account. Head over to Instagram. We're at History Creeps. We're also on Facebook, History Creep Podcast. Uh, other than that, I think uh, I think we did it. We squeaked by before the curse could. <laughs> if somebody could release some balloons or something, that'd be great. <laughs> right. <laughs> This feels like this feels way more like an accomplishment than it should. Why is that? <laughs> this is a lot of work. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, as always, for Carter Johnson, for Johnny Townsend, this is Chris Chavez. Stay creepy. Stay creepy.